0: My master. There is a disturbance in the force. Your
1: assassin. She has become very powerful.
0: Yes, my lord. She is quite important to me. Too important. Master. Silence. I can sense her powers growing stronger. I would hate to think you are training your own Sith
1: apprentice to destroy me. Never.
0: Never. My allegiance is to you and you alone.
1: Then you must prove it. Eliminate
0: her. She's my most trusted. I said, eliminate her! As you wish, my lord. It's time for Send In the Clones! Join your hosts, Buto and Robbie, on an epic journey through a galaxy far, far away as they follow the escapades of Anakin Skywalker and the Jedi Knights with the Clone Army of the Republic in their struggle against Count Dooku and the droid army of the evil Separatists. So step in and prepare for adventure, because it's time to send in the clones! In this episode... Count Dooku casts his loyal apprentice the Sargent Ventress out into the cold... So Ventress returns home to Deathmire, where she enlists the help of the Knight Sisters to strike out in revenge against her former master. Hey, troops! It's your old buddy Bucho On my first ever watch of the Clone Wars, and next to me in the dropship, on his third ever watch of the Clone Wars, teasing the mother tells into to my Ventress. It's your trusty pal
1: Robbie. <laughs> how are we how are we doing, guys?
0: We are going to talk about the 56th episode in the Star Wars.com Clone Wars chronology. It's season 3, episode 12, Night Sisters. So, Robbie, how about we roll out with you letting us know what you remembered about this episode? And I'm going to guess this is not one of those episodes where you didn't remember anything about it. But what did you remember about Night Sisters before you rewatched it again this week?
1: Well, here we go. This is the kind of uh, episode that everyone talks about when they say, yeah, it takes a while to get started, the Clone Wars, you know? Right. But this is where it gets started. I remember the first time I watched it, though. I remember going, what the heck is going on here? What is this? This is so weird. It's so foreign. Because it's so different than what we've ever seen before out of Star Wars. Witches? Really? what's going on here right so yeah i mean this is the beginning of some of the deepest lore when it comes to you know the force and the sith and the way they interact and the way things go i mean this is it we're at that beginning that's so much fun to see again
0: yo for you clone wars veterans this was maybe the first time that there had been an engagement with the Force that wasn't just Jedi and Sith, right? I'm not sure if any of the video games ever had anything like this. I'm sure that some of the Legends stories might have, but in terms of canon on-screen Force use, this was before Rogue One, and Rogue One even doesn't go this hard. I mean, we find out about Baze and Chirrut, and how the Guardians of the Wills are engaged with the Force, but they're not engaged with the Force even to the level that the sisters are. So unless I'm mistaken, this was really brand new to you guys, you veterans of the Clone Wars.
1: Oh, for sure. At least for me, I remember thinking, I don't know if I'm into this. This is really strange right <laughs> it's weird because it takes at least at least for me it took a while for me to really get my footing because I felt like uh, I feel like I'm watching a different show this is so different but yeah I mean I think over the the coming seasons because this is not this is like I said this is the beginning of something big you see how all this plays out and it's good fun it's good stuff
0: and before we even get to all that good stuff that night sisters good stuff there is an awesome space dogfight in this episode robbie pretty much ventress and her droid squadron against obi-wan and anakin and man oh man is that a fun space battle and then there is an awesome two on two on one lightsaber battle of course also between ventress and obi-wan and anakin which develops to the point that ventress is double force choking the two jedis robbie ventress is double force choking the two jedi knights and this is just all inside the first six minutes
1: yeah, this is one of those where you can feel the excitement from everybody that's working on this because this is where we've been heading. You know what I mean? This is this is one of those big major episodes that so much happens and so much is shown to you. Yeah. It's just so much fun. It, I mean, I don't even know how to say it. I mean, pretty much any shot. I mean, this is kind of, I guess, spoiler territory for my favorite shot of the episode, but almost any shot. At the beginning of this episode, with all of that flying <laughs> yeah. stuff, could be my favorite shot of the episode. There's so many. I mean, there's... Uh, it's just... It's beautiful stuff. And you can see because you know that everybody making this thing, they're putting 100% of themselves into this. I mean, this is the, like, triple A story, <laughs> you know what I mean, in Clone Wars.
0: Yeah, and speaking of everybody making this thing, this is written by Katie Lucas and directed by our old one of our old favourites, Giancarlo Volpe. And speaking of revelations we get in this episode, new things that we're shown, Dooku, and this again is before we even get to all the Night Sisters stuff, Dooku is pretty open to Sidious about how Venturous is his favourite and that she means a lot to him. And this is kind of a new side of Dooku. This is some character revelation. This emotionary, emotionary... <laughs> emotionary, Robbie? This emotionally vulnerable side showing he's a person who has, in his own way, he has his own attachment issues. Although, of course, on the Sith side of things, I don't think attachment is frowned upon as much as it is by the Jedi. And when the moment of truth comes, Dooku does do what his master ordered, and he orders his forces to cut Ventress down.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's an interesting thing. I mean, you know, we've always heard of this, the rule of two, right? Right. With the Sith. But we've never really seen it explicitly done. You know, we've never seen exactly what happens and what what the process is. And I think, as much as any of us might like Grievous, we know that Grievous is not the heir apparent, you know, at least from, from Dooku's eyes. Right. But Ventress is. And the fact that Sidious can feel her power... And know that she's she's getting to that point where we're at we're at a point of no return here we've got to take her out now it's just cool to see because this is not something that we've ever been exposed to at least specifically you know I mean we can sit there and we can we, you know we had Dooku and we had Anakin and all that stuff but that was part of the plan all along the Dooku was at least in episode 3 we see that Sidious was biding his time until he was sure that he could get Anakin. Right. Right. But what about all of those minions, you know what I mean, that are doing that? They're they're bidding throughout the galaxy? Like Dooku, you know, you might even suspect that there might be more than just Ventress and Grievous. What are, you know, are there other ones that we've never heard about before? You know, I mean, it's an interesting concept. And to see Sidious make that order was just, it was just awesome to see.
0: Yeah it was and it was awesome to see Dooku carry it out too and that allowed us to also see a new side of Ventress and her expression when Dooku tells her you are no longer my apprentice and now you shall die and we're in a super tight close up on Ventress's face and her eyes go real wide and they fill with the shock and horror and this vulnerability that we've never seen in Ventress before and she looks like a scared kid all of a sudden in that moment she's scared and shocked and looks like a kid and it's a totally new side of her character and for all the bad that she might have done i dare say it almost even makes her somewhat relatable in that moment that fear Mm -hmm. it humanizes her to an extent that we've never seen before
1: yeah and it's a tragic look i mean it's just like wow and i think that's one of the things that i've always liked about star wars in particular Sometimes we have our characters that are super, super evil or super, super good, and and you know exactly where you're supposed to lie, but to make her so relatable and to make us feel sorry for her is, you know, it's quite a feat, and it's pretty cool to see.
0: And, of course, that's not the only drama we get in this episode before she finally makes her way back to the Night Sisters because she's picked up by these poor, unfortunate scavengers. And as soon as they pick her up, we pretty much know what's going to happen, but the predictability in that scene is not wasn't a bad thing for me and hopefully wasn't a bad thing for anyone else in the audience it's actually a positive because it kind of makes you rub your hands together in anticipation of whatever action ventress is about to lay down on these guys especially as these fools reveal that they're not very nice themselves and so i am mean, start watering for ventress to lay some smack down on these fools oh yeah how does you like the scene with the scavengers robbie
1: i mean yeah and i mean the only thing that was a little weird to me is that the Twi'lek looked like uh, the same Twi'lek that Padme stole (laughs) his speeder in, in one of the previous episodes. But other than that, I mean, it was just like, yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing because, you know, you see somebody like Ventress who, you know, Sidious admits that she's getting very, very powerful. Now she's gotten away. She's on her own now. Where are we headed? I mean, there's so many things that could happen here. And like you said, you know, we're all like rubbing our hands together, going, Okay, what's next? Where is she taking us? And that that's I mean, it's just it's an exciting uh, it's an exciting time in, in the Clone Wars, for sure.
0: Sure is, and of course she's taking us to Death Amir, and this I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've seen Death Amir in this story so far in the Clone Wars, right? Most certainly is. Yeah, and that's where we meet the Night Sisters themselves, and we see this exotic temple, and we meet the Night Sisters and Mother Talzin. And so I can imagine—I mean, you've already sort of mentioned that this whole deal was very new and very striking when it hit back in early 2011.
1: Yeah, I mean it. I mean, I remember back then it sort of lit up all the the message boards and the uh, different forms and, and things like that. I mean. This was something so new and so different that it kind of makes you wonder, you know, like, you know, was George sitting back and saying, saying, okay, now it's time. It's time to let this idea loose, you know, and it makes you wonder just exactly how long were these ideas in place, right? you know, because I feel like Ventress was always such a different looking character and Maul was such a different looking character that you kind of wonder exactly how all of this you know like how long had this been in place and I have to th- I have to believe that that a lot of some of these ideas were were in place long before episode one even came to the screen because I'm not sure if you've picked up on this or if you if you know this but but mother Talzin her design is from episode one if you look at the the art book in episode one one of the sith designs was exactly like mother Talzin
0: well, of course, as well as me just learning that Mother Talzin was based on a design from The Phantom Menace, we also learned that Ventress was given up by the Sisters, essentially sold into slavery, it seems. Yeah. And when her master was killed in some kind of invasion while she's a toddler, she's been saved by this Jedi who's brought her to the Jedi Order and trained her as his Padawan. And then her master gets killed, and she's consumed by anger and a thirst for revenge. And so when she crosses paths with Dooku, he senses this and he turns Ventress to the dark side and then the flashbacks continue up until we see a flashback to a scene that happened only about nine minutes earlier and I don't know if I mean I don't think this was supposed to be comical it was maybe one of the two moments in the episode that felt like missteps to me where like wait a minute we just saw this it's almost like a comedy unintentional comedy moment but it's such a strong moment that you know, it's the moment when Dooku turns on Ventress and so I guess if there's any moment you're gonna show twice, why not show that one twice?
1: And it's it's weird too because you she almost looks like especially as a as like a toddler, I guess, she looks almost angelic. Yeah. You know? And she's just she's so cute. Yeah, she's just a sweet little thing. And then as a teenager, she's got hair. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, there's a lot of immediate thoughts of you know like what if sure I mean she could be fighting alongside Anakin and, and Obi-Wan and that's one of the things that just you know it's it's her story is a, it's definitely a tragic story up, up to this point I mean there's it, it, just full of tragedy
0: and of course here she's betrayed by her master she's betrayed by Dooku and it leads to this again r- revenge fires up in her eyes and I really dug some of the touches in this infiltration scene, like when Ventress and Karis and naleth are whipping across those treetops. Yeah. And of we've sort of skipped ahead of the rituals and the the ceremonies of the Night Sisters Order. I mean this is cool stuff. You talked about how there's so many potential shots of the episode at the start, you know, in the first six minutes in that space battle and they're on Dathomir in that witch city or whatever it's called. I don't even know what it's called, but there's a ton of beautiful shots and striking and memorable shots just in that scene before we even get to this infiltration scene.
1: Yeah, and I mean, as, you, as I said, it's like you can feel the difference between, you know, some of the previous episodes we've watched, they almost really just I mean, and this isn't a criticism, but this is, you have to understand, I mean, from a from a creator's point of view, you know, you, you see these episodes that are sort of pedestrian, regular kind of episodes, and then you see an episode like this, and you go, okay, this is where you guys were right. looking forward to getting to all along, and they just pull out all the stops. And you can tell, I mean, there's so much creativity and love in those images, because you can tell they're working really really hard to bring this to life and it's something that's so different i'm sure they're excited by it too i mean they probably had a huge rush seeing the reception of these episodes the hard work that they put in seeing all of this new i mean brand new stuff to star wars and it's being accepted as part of it and it's just uh i mean it's a rush it's a rush on every side and i mean from from our point of view and from the creator's point of view as well
0: yeah it's Striking. There's so many striking images and striking ideas, and this is, and they're not even finished yet. Because then we get this infiltration scene, and then let's just say we've seen a lot of lightsaber fights in our time, Robbie. You even more than me. And I've seen a lot of lightsaber fights, but until the story of the Night Sisters, I would never seen three invisible Death Marys fight a drugged, blinded Sith Lord in his pajamas. <laughs> In a fight which ends with Dooku remembering he's a Sith Lord and then Sith Lightninging, Sith Lightninging, those three assailants all at once, lifting them up and throwing them through a stained glass window. Roby, how did you like this fight?
1: I mean, how could you not like it? Number one, the effect, the shadow effect, is so cool looking. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, you can see that there's a lot of uh, you know, at least from a getting the show done kind of way, there was some work done on that yep. because that is a an effect that we've never seen before on anything that I can remember. I mean, it's a it's a very unique and very effective effect. It's an effective effect. It sure is. But you know what I mean? It's it's just a it's so cool looking. And then you get to see, you know, there's so much new here, you know? We get to see really see what dooku's like at home yeah i mean what kind of Yep. i mean we've never seen anything like this you know
0: this is what i'm always asking for yeah let's see what these what these people are like at home grievous we've seen his lair we've seen dooku now that means palpatine you know this uh palpatine home life thing that i've been wanting all this time that's gonna yep. be coming up right
1: well uh, uh, i don't know
0: all right well sorry i interrupted you again what where were you going with that
1: it's just cool to see all of those things, and you're ta- you're trying to take it all in, and there's just so much new in this episode. I mean, that's a big room. Yeah. You know, for a bedroom, it's also indicative of his status, right? Because he is a count. Yep. You know, so he's got this big, opulent home, and just to see how all of that plays out, and his... Of course he's got his, his lightsaber right next to his, you know, on his night, night side table. Yep. His, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, it's so cool. It's so cool to see. And man, you know he's playing possum there. Almost for a second, you almost think that he's, you know, oh my gosh, they've got him. How's this going to play out? Right. And then immediately you're like, oh, he was playing possum.
0: You're talking about the moment just before he busts out the Scytherin. Oh
1: man, it was so cool. And then on top of that, You see Ventress save the other two. There's just so much to take in on this episode. It's just, it's almost too big. It's almost too big.
0: It's funny you said that because pacing-wise, storytelling-wise, I felt like it was pretty much perfect. So how do you mean by it's almost too big?
1: No, I mean, it's just almost too good. You know what I mean? There's just so much to take in. It's like after it was finished... I immediately wanted to watch it again right yeah I mean I guess that's a good episode you know when when you you know even after I this is my third time seeing it that I want to watch it again and I want to I want to take more of it in. and in fact I might do that before we start moving on to the next episode I might go ahead and watch it one more time just so I can take in more of those lovely details I mean it's just it's so much fun to see a show hit their stride in the way that they did here
0: yeah and there are a ton of cool shots in this episode ...between the dogfighting scene and the two lightsaber fights and the witchy ceremony. So it's not easy to choose just one, but for my favorite shot of the episode... ...and hopefully I'm not stealing yours, Robbie. Although, if I am, maybe it's, you go first. What's your favorite shot, Robbie, of <laughs> *Night Sisters*? just in case?
1: Well, as I'd said, I mean, for me, the flying shots at the beginning... ...there's so many very, very dynamic shots that are just so cool. But the one that I'm thinking of in particular is when Ventress is kind of skimming across the bow of that I guess it's a Star Destroyer she's flying along the sort of the bow of it and then she kind of flies in between the separation of the bridge you know at the front and it explodes it's just so cool looking I loved
0: it well that ship of hers we haven't even talked about that what are they called the solar sail ship I think Dooku has a similar design, right? But hers is so much more striking, that massive red fan sail out the back and the way she sort of spins it. It's one of those designs where you think it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense as a fighting vehicle because it's a (laughs) massive target. But,
1: I mean, Ventress is pretty effective with it. Yeah, it's called a... Well, at least here on StarWars.com, it's called a Geonosian Fanblade Starfighter. <laughs> Even the
0: name is cool. Yeah, Fanblade,
1: originally designed for the Clone Wars micro series, and its distinctive shape was inspired by a Japanese fan. Yeah, that's awesome. So,
0: there you go. It looks so good. But I just uh, interrupted you again, Ravi, before you actually got to your favorite shot of Night Sisters. Or was that it?
1: No, the the shot of the. Of her flying
0: through that bridge. I got so excited about talking about that ship, I forgot (laughs) where we were, Robbie. I lost my place. And so you haven't stolen my shot, and I haven't stolen yours, because the one I'm going for is the shot of Dooku landing in the middle of what looks almost like a dojo floor. He's got one knee on the ground, and we're looking straight on at him, square on at him. His lightsaber arm's extended. He's facing the floor. His blade's extinguished, and he's silhouetted against that huge kind of sickly lemon yellow stained glass window and the camera dollies in toward him and rises and we see his three assailants around him his three invisible assailants around him and the camera keeps dollying in and then it's close up on his face and then (laughs) he ignites the red dead center of his face and a little behind the scenesy thing here i mean i've mentioned before that how i cut the clips and how i make notes of the different clips to cut to start these shows and And I also started a while ago cutting screenshots as well for our logos. And so normally for an episode, I'll have maybe four, three, four, five screen caps. I have 26 screenshots from this episode because there are so many frames that are just perfect. Just like, I've got to have that frame. That could be a great frame. That could be 26 of them. And that was still still four minutes of the episode left to go when I got up to 26 and ran out of letters. That's a good That's a good problem to have, though. It is. Well, we'll see what happens when it comes time to put it all together, whether it's too much choice. And maybe I'll learn a lesson from that, Robbie. But now sh- we should talk about what else we learned from Knight Sisters. What's the lesson you take away from this one?
1: Well, mine's pretty simple. If you're a Sith Lord, don't get too attached to your apprentices.
0: Yeah, I guess that goes for both Jedi and Sith Lords. And <laughs> I guess I would say if you're an apprentice... Don't underestimate your master, right? <laughs> Don't underestimate Dooku. This is the most scarily formidable we've seen him since maybe the Gungan General when he cold bloodedly murders those two rogue pirates who were trying to betray Ando. I mean, I remember that moment being a good reminder that this guy is super formidable and Harry's fighting Ventress plus two others and earlier in the episode we've seen Ventress almost get the better of Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting on her own so here she has not just herself, she has help and Dooku is too much even for her so it just further goes to show really mind your P's and Q's around Dooku, if you're gonna come at Dooku, you better not miss and also if you're a scavenger speaking of minding your p's and q's mind your p's and q's when you pick up a mysterious stranger <laughs> i mean if those guys had not been so rude they'd probably still be alive right now right scavenging happily out there somewhere in the outer rim or wherever they were
1: yeah or working for ventress at this point who knows yeah
0: <laughs> why not be an employer full force user that's something we should all aspire to i think robbie so let's sum up night sisters where does night sisters sit on that four star robbie scale
1: for me, this is the reason that you want to watch this show. I mean, this is the epitome of almost pitch-perfect storytelling. Like you said, there's there may be a couple of missteps here and there. But for the most part, this is so good. There's so much lore. There's so much to learn about the characters. There's so many great a- action shots. I mean, this has got it all. And for me, this is a four out of four.
0: Yeah, I can... I can't, I, I can't quibble with that, Robbie. I'm, I'm sort of holding back a 10 out of 10 for an episode that I'm sure there's going to be one coming up where there's not a single moment that kind of gives me pause. Like I felt like the Anakin and Obi Wan banter in this episode, for all that it does well. And for all that Katie Lucas brings to it, I didn't think that Obi-Wan and Anakin banter really clicked like it has at its best. And that moment where we flashback to something that happened nine minutes earlier, that, I mean, (laughs) and this could be a thing where if I watch it again, these things will click better for me. So maybe on a second watch, I'll bump it up to a 10 for now. I've got it at nine out of 10. And we've had other nine out of 10s and this could be a recency bias thing here, but this is my favorite episode so far of the Clone Wars. I probably would have to go back and watch those, some of those other nine out of tens to, you know, separate the nine out of tens. And if I did decimals, I'd probably call this a nine point five. But I don't, so this is a nine. <laughs> and that's mission accomplished for season three, episode twelve, Night Sisters. Sorobi, won't you please let the troops out there know what are our communications channels?
1: course we are Bucho and Robbie at gmail, twitter and instagram that's b-u-c-h-o-a-n-d-r-o-b-b-y
0: yes sir and of course the troops can join us again next time for the 57th episode in the starwars.com clone wars chronology we're almost at halfway Robbie I guess 60 or 61 will be halfway so we're really deep in this journey now and so here we are hitting these iconic episodes and I couldn't be more than happy and next time it's season 3 episode 13 monster and until then this is your old buddy, Boocho, alongside your trusty pal, Robbie, and we are out. Remember, you can support sending the clothes for free simply by rating and reviewing this show on iTunes or any other podcast platform, and Boocho and Robbie will read the review on a future feedback episode. And speaking of feedback episodes, you can also send either a text or an audio message of 60 seconds or less to and Robbie at gmail.com.
1: I'll be with you to take all